Yesterday, I had a beautiful opportunity to spend the afternoon with some dear friends who have a little boy. He's not quite two years old yet. I enjoyed watching him be a little boy. He's a real, in, in Greek they say, zizanio. He's a real little boy. And he was digging around in the pine needles and jumping in the puddles, just having a good time getting messy and exploring the world around him. This little boy actually is a wonderful icon of fulfillment because these friends of mine, they couldn't have children earlier in their marriage. They're very pious, faithful people, and they were praying. They were praying to God to give them a child, and he did. And they named him after the saint that they were asking to pray for them for this child to come. So it was beautiful to spend some time with them. And at one point, the little guy was being himself and decided to take off toward the street. And, you know, I saw, of course, his, his mother or father would get up and intercept him and swoop him up to make sure that he didn't wander into that dangerous place. And I was reflecting that this little guy is 16 months old, which would be exactly the age of the children who we remember today who were slaughtered by King Herod, 14,000 of them. And we remember them today, the holy, innocent children. And as I was reflecting on my friends and thinking about what I would say to you today, it occurs to me that all of us have hopes and dreams. We have some younger people here today, and I'm sure that they have their own hopes and dreams about meeting the right guy or getting the best job or living in a beautiful place, having a beautiful life. And those of us who are older have dreams and we have dreams maybe for our children that they do well, that we maintain a good relationship with them, that we have a beautiful family. And maybe we have dreams about our work and about our material well-being and having enough money to buy this or that or to live in this or that house or to do this or that thing. It's normal and natural for all of us to have hopes and dreams and to desire their fulfillment. And sometimes, as we know, they are fulfilled and sometimes they are not. And as I was thinking about what we heard in the gospel today, I'm reminded of something I told you before, that all of our desires, all of our hopes, all of our dreams are a shadow and a reflection of our desire for God, a desire that sometimes we forget about when we're here immersed in the details of our lives here on earth. And as we know, Sometimes they are fulfilled, our desires and dreams and hopes, and sometimes not. But we hear a beautiful thing in today's Gospel reading, and that is that God's will is always fulfilled. We heard the story of how he appeared to Joseph, whom we also commemorate today, in a dream, and warned him to leave the area because Herod was going to seek to kill Jesus. And so they fled to Egypt. And we hear 
That was so that the prophecy would be fulfilled. Out of Egypt I have called my son. Do you think that Mary was excited about giving birth to her firstborn son in a cave, in a stable with animals, and having him lie in a place where they eat? Do you think that she was excited about getting up in the middle of the night and going to Egypt out of fear for her child's life? And staying in a foreign land for God knows how long until this madman dies. And then we hear that again, Joseph has a dream in which the angel of the Lord tells him, the ones who sought the child's life are dead. Go back to Israel. And he goes. And when he gets close to Judea, he sees that Herod's son Archelaus is reigning And again, he's warned in a dream to go elsewhere. So he goes to Nazareth. Remember Nathaniel who said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Do you think think Mary was excited about moving to Nazareth? I'm not sure if she was. But it was so that the scriptures would be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. And so we have the fulfillment of all these prophecies of scripture. And as I think about all the hopes and dreams and desires that we want to see fulfilled in our life, I'm reminded of God's protection and his care and his awareness and his understanding of all the bad things that happen to us, even the slaughter of 14,000 children. Because again, we heard in the gospel, thus was the prophecy fulfilled. Rachel weeping for her children, and she would not be consoled because they were no more. And so God knows even the hurt and pain that we suffer when our hopes and dreams and desires are not fulfilled. And so I'm not here today to tell you, forget about all your hopes and dreams and desires. That's not really practical. We're living here on planet Earth. We have our own programs that we're doing But I will ask you, just as you come to church every Sunday and you remember at least once a week the bigger picture and the bigger story, I want you to, as you consider the new year, think about not just your goals for the new year or your New Year's resolutions, but think about how can I remember God's will in this new year? How can I remember the bigger picture and not just my own hopes and dreams and desires. And one of the simplest ways to do that is to say the Lord's Prayer every day. Thy will be done. But a better translation from the Greek is let your will happen. Let your will come about. And so as we pursue our hopes and dreams and desires in the new new year, Let's not forget to also pursue the will of God in all that we do. And when we experience the fulfillment of our hopes and dreams and desires, to thank him. And when we don't, to accept it and to remember that he sees the big picture and that he will always fulfill his will. And he invites us to be a part of that, to be a part of the fulfillment of his will. So may God give you the grace to do that today and every day and in the new year.